I guess you can ask us about not video games once in a while. I don't know. What? No. <laughs> This is Insert Credit, and you already know the drill. I'm Alex Jaffe, and the video game-related icon I've used the most during my time on the internet is of Grimoire Weiss from Nier. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. My name is Frank Cifaldi, and the video game icon I've used, like, as an avatar, right? Is yeah. That, uh, the most in, in my life on the internet. Um, my uh, Something Awful Forums avatar from about 2005 forward uh, was... Alice and Ape 3 from Nintendo's um, arm wrestling arcade game. Very on brand. Yeah, one of the opponents is uh, it's basically a sort of sequel to Punch-Out, except you're arm wrestling if 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 y'all don't know that that game. game. Yeah, I've seen that game. And Alice and Ape 3 is an opponent where you are arm wrestling a robot called Ape 3. He's an ape-looking robot controlled by a little girl named Alice. So it's it's their like fight poster is my is my that's great i'm tim rogers and i have never used a video game character as an avatar on anything i've been using a picture of my face or what about a, your video ball triangle haven't you used that not as an avatar on a thing uh, that's where i thought hmm, maybe it was never it was never a twitter avatar right now my avatar in discord is uh is a circular button icon which is an action button icon, which is about to be uh, obsoleted. That's a video game related icon. I mean, sure, I guess. I mean, I don't consider it. I mean, I consider it a me related icon more than anything else. But if it, it is, I suppose, a video game related thing. I'm Brandon Sheffield. And I guess lately I've been using a lot of characters from my own games. So maybe that doesn't really count. Uh, plus five years or so, I've been using characters from Oh Dear or Gunhouse as my avatar. But uh, <clears throat> since that doesn't really kind of fit the bill, I'm going to say a Bobo from Double Dragon. Oh, oh Double classic. He's a... Uh, he was my Xbox Live avatar. Some some reason I got those for free or something like that. Oh, so yeah. I used him on Xbox Live, and uh, that was pretty good. I also used Hagar pile-driving a shark, but then Patrick Miller sort of took over using that. and then I Yeah, that's like his it. thing. Patrick Miller owns that one now, yeah. yeah. I, I guess even on uh, the video game consoles, I've never used a video game character avatar. Though I did use uh, the Talkman bird from Sony PlayStation uh, for like a day when I uh, set up my PlayStation 4 Pro. So is that I, the longest one then? Yeah, and then I changed it to, uh, they offered me like some 10-year, uh, uh, congratulations for 10 years of PlayStation Network, 2006 <laughs> to 2016, and that's my icon on uh, PlayStation Network now. It like literally says 2006 to 2016. <laughs> like congratulations for being a member for 10 years and i'm like oh man they need to update that pretty soon Great. give me give me a 15 year one uh next year yeah for 2021 so yeah talk man bird you all know talk man yeah knows the psp game with the microphone you point it at somebody and they say something and it'll translate it into the target language oh i, I forgot about that until this very moment but yes. yeah yeah talk man was a good He's name like for a it, it was, it was by sony yeah yeah weird blue sort of goofy bird and uh there's a guy who works at kotaku or worked at Kotaku. I won't. I won't. I won't out the guy by telling you who his name. He worked at Kotaku, and he used the Talkman bird as his avatar. And I remember telling him about it in the office. I'm like, you know, I was working at Sony in the, uh, and I was uh, in the marketing department when they were pitching uh, Talkman. And he's just like, uh, 
yeah, okay, man. Looking at his phone. <laughs> no offense to the guy. We should have him on the podcast. He seems cool. Sure. Uh, but uh, uh, as soon as we find <laughs> out what his name is, uh, we'll find out his name. Well, who All knows? Right. We'll have several people. We'll have to go to the tapes for that. <laughs> the yeah. Patreons only. Patreon only yeah. podcast will reveal the name of this uh, right. name. Well, speaking of the PlayStation, the PlayStation 5 is going to be in stores the week this uh, episode is released. We should get that. Um, you're what, saying where it is. What, um, what does being in stores mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever that means. It'll be retail. available for purchase. No, no, it won't be in stores, Jaffe. I know where it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be uh, brought to me and placed at my feet is where it's going to be. <laughs> because I will, I, I will have a PlayStation 5. Everyone... You all came through for me. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, somebody somebody was unable to uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, purchase their PlayStation. They 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 pre-ordered a PlayStation Five, and then uh, they 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 they're now letting me have the pre-order. I've I've transferred the pre-order to myself by spending some money, giving them a little extra. Was the question, are we getting one, Jeffy? No, the question is, who should be getting one? Uh, who should be getting one? Well, I should be getting one because I'm a big boy. I'm a baby boy. Uh, and I'm hungry, and I need that Demon Souls. Yeah, I friendo. guess the answer is people that need to make videos about it. Um, yeah, so well, I, mean, I don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that the reason I don't I had to I had to mention in my Patreon post that if anybody had a PlayStation pre-order, they wanted to flop over to another guy. The reason I had to do that is because I didn't want to do no unboxing video. Uh, I saw a good tweet today from. Uh, do you all know Yusef Cole? Uh, he had a real good tweet that was. Uh, that these console reviews are like buying a big hot rod PC and uh, just l- launching Google Chrome. That's what it's like. <laughs> That's what all these, co- I, I read the IGN review. It's like they wrote this big old review. Beautiful typography in that review, by the way. I, I was very taken aback by it. They wrote this big old review of this Xbox Series X and it's just like, it just, it really does sound like a guy who's telling you how cool this computer is and all he's done is a, uh, Browse the internet on Google Chrome. Well, because there's no new games. What, what's not what's really? Happening? I mean, not really. But uh, uh, yeah, there's there's not really. People are talking. Well, wait a minute. Nobody's really talking about this Spider-Man game yet. I guess the reviews for that are going to come out soon. The Miles Morales Spider-Man probably yeah, going to be that's real what chill. I mean about yeah. who needs to have it is is the people that need to review make videos about the games on it, not not yeah. about the the console itself. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm also I don't make timely videos, so I guess I don't actually. I guess I don't qualify. Yeah, I'm, I'm not accusing one. you of it, <laughs> yeah. but I, I can't I can't imagine a, a reason for anyone else to need it right now because mm-hmm. there's, there's a little on there. Oh, uh, Tim, Spider-Man isn't timely videos anymore. They're Marvel videos. It's been that way since like the 60s. Oh, excellent. Excellent joke. Um, Marvel. Uh, yeah, I uh, man, what is what is new on the PlayStation 5, though? There's Spider-Man, the Miles Morales. Have you seen the? The 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 hardcore. I I hate to use the word fanboys in a derogatory sense, though. How else can one the the <laughs> fanboys? Have you seen them? Uh, when it was announced that Miles Morales was just an expansion, uh, yeah. and then they were like, I did Ugh. see a little bit of that. Yeah, it's not a real then, game. There's a whole bunch of uh, and then a whole bunch of Sony fanboys found like they just like detective extracted every scrap morsel of proof that they could, that it was a substantial full length campaign of a video game. And they're just, uh, I mean, I wonder how, I mean, I don't care how long it is. It looks cool. I want to play that. And I guess I will. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm not getting a PS five, but that's the only reason I'd want one. I don't, can, can you still rent them from a blockbuster or something? <laughs> a red box. Uh, yeah. Can, can you red box a PlayStation five? Is that a... <laughs> you just go get a game fly. Can you game fly a PS five? I have a game fly account right yeah, now. Just for getting your 4k Blu-rays. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm going to play that new Spider-Man in 77 inches of a uh, 4k 60 on my, uh, my big Frank, old, I got a question for you that you can look up in the background and let us know maybe during the next topic. What's okay. the first game in your GameFly history? Oh, I never, I never rented games from GameFly. No oh, what? games. No, I rent 4K Blu-rays from GameFly. No games, uh, Frank. Oh well, Frankie, Frankie, no games. That, Frankie, that five fingers. That segment down. Frankie, and I five literally fingers, can't. Frankie, it's, no games. <laughs> Frankie, no games would have to pay to even add games to his GameFly account. Frankie, no games has a Blu-ray only <laughs> GameFly oh, account. Man. Wow. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna get. I'm. I'm I guess I'm getting that disc PlayStation Five. However, uh, Daddy ain't gonna own no discs. I'm going no discs. So why I don't are you know if this no. one? Because it's the more powerful one, or is that? Not? Well, just because it's uh, it's the it one a, that was pre-ordered for. It's just because it was the one <laughs> oh, that yeah, was ready right. to go. And also, yeah. uh, what if what if somebody sends me a disc? Right. And I and I need to play it. But I'm I won't willfully purchase any discs. Digital codes, please, developers. Digital codes, my friend. Except CD Projekt Red. Don't you dare send me a PlayStation 5 code, Cyberpunk 2077. PC. Ah, okay. I've seen you uh looking my for pl- graphics cards. My PlayStation 8. Uh I right. call it my PlayStation 8 over here. Uh yeah, I got a 3090. I mean, you know, whatever. It's what I have. It's it's what it's what I managed. It's what I, you know, it's what it's what it's what I got. That's all I got. I, don't know. I need one I of them 3080s. Listeners out there, give me a 3080. Well, let's move over from the I PlayStation 8. I want to abuse 8. the power that I have. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's move over from the PlayStation 8 to some PlayStation hate. Uh, oh, the PlayStation week this 8. episode releases, the Xbox Series X will also be available. Who should get oh, that? Kaboom! Oh, my Wait, God. But before, we, before we answer this question, uh, it was last week, I think, that I realized Xbox One X and Xbox Series X are two different systems. Yeah, kaboom. Excellent, huh? I well, actually did not know that. Those are two completely different things. Well, yeah. I actually have a, uh, I have an so interesting. So I guess one market that it's for is people who know the difference. Mm. <laughs> who should get it? People who know the difference. Well, I think, I think a, a good one is me because I did not turn on an Xbox one during its life cycle. Oh, and, well, uh, I guess I could start with this one and, and basically just get the whole deal. Uh, yeah, like, I, I, th- I think actually it is definitely a sort of a Brandon thing that you, you might want to get because uh, it's backwards. So here's the thing. I'm, I'm getting one. Uh, I'm one. I'm one of my one of my viewers has uh, transferred a pre-order to me. He, he pre-ordered two. So, you know, why not? Right. Uh, mm-hmm. He pre-ordered two and uh, he's letting me have one. Uh, well, I mean, I'm paying for it, though. He, he let me have the pre-order. So I'm getting one of those. Um, and uh, I'm sitting there like so I just set up my entertainment center the, uh, two nights ago. TV's on the stand. I'm unboxing my stuff. I'm like, I plug in the PS4 and I'm like, you know, I don't even need to plug in the Xbox One X because I've got that Xbox Series X coming. It's 100% backward compatible. I don't need the Xbox One X anymore. So I'll be getting rid of that at some point in the near future uh, because, you know, I love saving space and uh, somebody else can probably enjoy it more than uh, more than more than it's going to enjoy itself being in a box. So uh, if you get an Xbox Series X, you can play all the Xbox Xbox 360, Xbox One games on it. And there's that Game Pass. I think 
I know I know you enjoy getting your money's worth, Brandon Sheffield. Mm-hmm. So I think you should get the Xbox uh, Series X. Yeah, I'm I saying. might. And I was looking at my entertainment center myself yesterday. Oh, yeah. I determined that I could fit an Xbox One Series X where, where I cannot fit a PlayStation 5. There's nowhere for a PlayStation 5 to go, but I can fit an Xbox Series X. There, There is a spot for it. You've got I am vert- also in the situation where I can't fit a PlayStation 5 in my living room. There's not a place I, for it. I purchased a TV stand that has a dedicated sound bar shelf that is 40 inches wide. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am, uh, it kind of embarrasses me to report that I can fit four PlayStation 5s and three Xbox uh, Series Xs in it. So if anybody needs room, if you want to just store it at my you house. Can, you can store mine and I'll just, uh... <laughs> just let me know. Uh, my, my entertainment center is god darn cavernous. There's nothing in it now except this PS4 Pro. And I'm like, man, I could fit. I, I measured it. I could fit two PlayStation 5s uh, uh, in one of the compartments, which is kind of wild. It's a beautiful thing that I was able to purchase. The interesting thing about this whole conversation to me is that none of us really think there's a big reason to get it aside from just having a new thing. And yet, I don't know, Sony's talking about PlayStation 5s being supply constrained uh, and maybe not everyone will get one because everybody's been like going for it and stuff. Uh-huh. What, what are they doing? Are they just, I guess it's just the idea of having something nice to look forward to. Probably. Everybody's that, like, yeah, we need that. We need it's a big part of it. Baby's hungry and baby is the human race right now. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> baby, baby wants some kind of dog treat uh, right. tonight. And if tonight ain't uh, doable, why not next Tuesday? And if next well, Tuesday ain't doable, why not next Thursday, et cetera? While we're talking about major purchases, in what ways overall can our game huggers be more ethically minded consumers? Uh, don't don't be a scalper. Don't be a god darn scalper. Um, I tried to buy a Ryzen 5950X today because um, I'm building this new PC and it is the component I need. And uh, I was in line at Micro Center and I was also online on Newegg. And uh, uh, I was I was trying to buy. I had one in my card on Newegg. Turns out, within two minutes of the things going on sale, there were eight hundred of them on eBay uh, because people have bots. It's shoe bots. So the ethical thing to do is for someone, one of those bot manipulators out there, is to just sell me your Ryzen uh, with at a, like a fifty dollar markup. That's <laughs> is ethical. that a Bitcoin thing? Do people need <laughs> that for Bitcoin. Uh, I believe stuff the likes of which. Wait, okay, I'm going to start that sentence over. <laughs> I, I believe... Well, let's I workshop believe, this. I believe Bitcoin and its ilk <laughs> have largely ushered in this particular era of bot-manipulating youths. It's youths. Did you know this? The youths are writing Python scripts out yeah. there while skateboarding just to get these Nike shoes. And you know how Nike responds? Making more shoes. They just release more shoes. They release more shoes now. Because people get the shoes and they, there's a secondhand market. The, the secondhand uh, market is, uh, is basically basically what, what we've done here with, uh, what's the word, capitalism? Is that what they call it? What we've done is we've created more middlemen. It's just, it's just a machine which, uh, which, which kills people who are not middlemen. That's what it is. This is why I feel um, very, not conflicted actually, just very negative toward analogs business model um it's frustrating to me because they're making cool products uh-huh. but their their business model seems antithetical to the 
the the idea of preserving video games and allowing people to play those things going forward. Have because you, I yeah. think that's largely presumptuous, though. We don't really know what their manufacturing concerns and needs are. We don't know. There's a lot of different components in the thing. I mean, I I, I get yeah. the frustration, but I'm also kind of tired of the, the backseat hardware manufacturers in the peanut gallery assuming that they intentionally don't want money. Yeah. Why? What would prevent them from scaling at a, like various multiples of whatever they're doing now? Like is current is, capital within their company? Yep. Yeah. Well, fear. no. I mean, you never if know. You do, if you do pre-orders, and it's like we will open pre-orders pre-orders for a month, and then uh, we we can only make X number of them. Like we can't make five hundred thousand of them, but we could make one hundred thousand of them. They're they're uh, probably very analysis driven, and they just really, really, really want the hard numbers. They really want to know exactly how many. Yeah, they're probably they really can... risk averse. Also, you know, they're probably. I mean, they have like four employees. I think. Yeah, they're like, if we can make a hundred thousand, can we sell a hundred thousand? Though they Again, need. I'm talking about yeah. pre-orders. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, you the pre-orders. You're buying pre-orders anyway, so why? Like, you you aren't buying an analog product that exists. You're pre-ordering it anyway so why don't you open yeah. pre-orders until they're full rather than be like we will only let you pre-order this x number that we haven't told you because then just like tim said immediately the only way to actually buy one of these analog consoles unless you got lucky is to pay literally five times as much on ebay is to pay urban urban youth uh, skateboard sneaker dollars on and ebay so yeah analog is basically creating a secondary market and and that's primarily who's getting money. Like they're not even getting as much money out of this as yeah. The, and it and it it just seems so. But do you think that's on purpose though? That's what I don't understand. Like it, well, I, it seems like they are purposefully supply constraining things to make them like they talk about limited stuff. Uh, yeah. So it seems like something they're doing on purpose to an extent. Like they want it to be a prestige item that not everyone can have. Yeah, limited limited supply supplies limited is the number two most successful advertisement of all time after ninety nine cents. So, uh, like, uh, have you ever looked at like the 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 tweet replies to anything analog ever tweets? Yeah, it's always like restock the super NT. Why are you making a PlayStation a a, a PC engine? Nobody cares. We want more, and then they just name whatever it is they personally that one person wants usually the super nt people want more super nts i want a super nt if anyone listening to this has a super nt that they're not using <laughs> sell it to me Can we, just, we should just have a segment for things that we want yeah, the bag yeah. Is. i mean I'm, I'm willing i'm willing to pay you for it because it's tax deductible for me for five years don't yeah, forget uh, that if anybody out there has a trade paperback of the question volume one zen and violence please get in touch with me is that yeah. the, the 80s one or yeah that's the 80s one oh, i got all the i got all the issues if you want them yeah i got the issues i don't have the trades all right right okay next Excellent. question oh man i just want to talk about analog for about an hour it's, <laughs> yeah. we can do that you, you okay let me just finish with analog did you ever okay. notice that they always they, they tweet these beautiful looping gifs uh and gifs as well of video games that the replies are always people being like uh, whoever played this kind of fuck right and it's like but they loop perfectly it yeah like, that, that, whoever is, that is, is playing some artistry them, yeah they, they right. all loop like pristinely and none of the twitter replies ever mention it it's always like this player kind of sucks to beat this boss you're actually supposed to do this and i'm just like what is wrong with you it's a beautiful right. little piece of art 
and it's like and they they select good weird games on there we should do a show just about games uh that analog has tweeted about uh I'm gonna open only if they Twitter. give me an analog pocket yeah sell me an analog pocket yeah analog. let me Don't, buy one it's like watching someone figure skate and going they're not going anywhere near the goal oh man they got spriggan right is there is their number is the game at the top of the page right now pc engine guess what it's perfect loop pretty good game it's, i like that beautiful. game yeah see i'm telling I've you got they, they a have good video taste. game question here what video game yeah what video game was most improved by a remaster Ooh. Hmm. uh demons souls they uh they quote unquote improved the character creator so their characters don't look like weird shriveled muppet people like 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 sun-dried fraggles they look like they look that was like my favorite humans thing about now. that though yeah, yeah you i know, could I know that's, that's part of the charm i'm just yeah. saying the, the marketing uh the in the trailer that launched today uh they used the word improved um so that's, i think the those resident evils that's a pretty easy answer uh, yeah those, those were those are remakes masterful. though yeah well, okay so I, are we, we going to let's delineate the, the difference right now yeah, a, a remaster, remaster, I think, would be using uh, original material from from the the original game. Does it have to be graphics only, like graphics and sound only? Can it not be gameplay? Uh, I don't know. I like, I, I just I, to me, it's just like what was the source material, right? And and to me, the Resident Evil stuff was was looking at the original and adapting. It wasn't building on top yeah, of I, the original or restoring. I, it I have over shoulder spectated much of the Resident Evil Two remake, and I, I desire heartily to play that game, and I shall. It is in fact installed on my PC right now. However, that's a remake. That mm-hmm. that's that's way too different from the original game. It owns. Yeah. It's just way too different. I think best remaster of all time, if we're talking Stone Cold remasters, yeah, is uh, I like Dragon Quest Five on the N- Nintendo DS, mm. and uh, I like maybe more than that. And this is this is uh, just a stupid answer that is very peculiar to me. I think Dragon Quest Three for the Super Famicom is one of the best looking 16-bit rpgs but it is just a hundred percent a remake of an nes game or of a famicom game from a few years previous are those remasters though yeah Uh, that's that's a remaster that is a remaster three is i don't think five is five five is uh well so okay so five stretches the definition of remaster about as hard as you can it is the same game they just added another wife. They added another wife. Yeah, there's That's a third all they wife did. in there. And then they changed the graphical style to a 3D style more similar to Dragon Quest VII for the uh, Sony PlayStation. Yeah, I See, feel what... like changing graphical style significant. Uh, it's hard to say. Like, what about Yakuza Kiwami and Kiwami 2? Are those remakes? Those are remakes. Those are remakes. Yeah. I think Dragon Quest V is a remake. You think it's a remake? Yeah, I think a remaster would be, for example, the Eco and Shadow of the Colossus collection, which yeah. is the first one I think of as um, a really good one, just because the uh, the frame rate and Shadow of the Colossus becoming sixty uh, instead of twelve or whatever it was in the original. Four, just I think it was four. Four frames a second. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, you know that that is such a significant improvement to that game that that jumps to mind for me, and and I don't know. I think for me this is. A particularly i don't know it's a subject i think about a lot is, is how do you remaster something that's a game mm-hmm, um, right. so like to my mind it's using the original material and presenting it in the way that uh the artists would have intended if if they uh hadn't hit uh 
uh, constraints, usually hardware constraints. So for me, that tends to be the same game, but uh, scaled larger um, with the audio, you know, maybe not as compressed, stuff like that. That's a yeah. remaster. So I think of, you know, the Blue Point Games stuff. Um, I think of the Double Fine stuff where they would take something like Day of the Tentacle and like they actually grabbed the original uh, master tapes of the audio recordings and, and got them uncompressed in the game. That's a Mesa yeah. remaster. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a very different thing than a remake. I think yeah. I think you hit upon an interesting philosophical question of the difference between a uh, the the uh, the more subtle difference than you'd think between remaster and remake because yeah um, I can sort of get behind thinking Dragon Quest V on the DS is a remake. However, I've played the Super Famicom version and the DS version both so many times all the way through, and I really do feel like they're they're the same game. Uh, however. Is that what they originally planned the graphics to look like? Probably not. Given that Akira Toriyama's art is uh, instrumental in uh, the the selling of the Dragon Quest series since its inception, does that mean that if they were to remake Dragon Quest Three in the style of Dragon Quest Eight with full 3D, would that be a remake or a remaster? Maybe it could be a remaster because maybe they would have made the game look perfectly faithful to Toriyama's illustration style if they could have all the way but back then the philosophical question is you know it, it, it is like well if is asking them now what they wanted to do like you know and and doing it the way that was in their heads is that a remaster i don't think so even if even if yeah. they're like yeah we would have done it this way it, 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 it that's not a remaster to me i and i think a remaster in terms of like you know a blu-ray print of a movie that was on dvd or like remastering Star Trek yeah. The Next Generation. Star Trek The Next Generation is a really good example of where that of, of that line because they redid the graphical effects in that. And they did it to match the source material, but they 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 did it in a way that was brand new. Um, okay. I'm gonna do something unprecedented and call one up on this one myself. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> is Star Wars a remake then or a remaster? Oh. Specifically, the George Lucas like re-edit of A New Hope, where they add a bunch of special effects that weren't in the original. Does that make it a remake? That's that's a re-edit. That's a director's cut. Yeah, that's a remaster with different editing. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's that's a gray area, uh, friendo. Uh, I wonder about um, Panzer Dragoon. Mm. They call they call it a remake. Oh, did you see that? I played it for about. 20 minutes that's about how much i could get i was ashamed of myself uh you know what sonic sonic uh sonic 2 uh the widescreen xbla version that's a remaster to me yeah yeah they they would have made a widescreen if they could have right they exactly like they they it's the same core game underneath but you see more of it and it's scaled correctly uh the m2 version maybe i would say the same thing for sonic 1 i'm just gonna say my final answer i think dragon quest 3 for the god darn super famicom is beautiful I do believe that is uh, it's it's released only two years after or what three three years after the Famicom version. I do believe it is the final complete version of that game that uh, I do believe that's how they would have made it. All right. Uh, We're going to play the adaptation game now, which is a segment where I ask you to adapt something into a video game. Uh Oh, Uh, this week's subject is the 1972 Watergate scandal. How would you make that into a video game? Uh, oh, it'd be such man. a terrible, you know, late '90s PC CD-ROM with FMV. <laughs> probably, it'd be like oh. Sherlock Holmes consulting detective. If if I wanted to make a good one, though, I would I would make it like a Phoenix Wright style investigation and accusation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
thingy and i'd uh you know you'd have to talk to deep throat and um you know you eventually you get uh tricky dick himself up on the stage going etc yeah. Okay, so it's it's got simlish in it, is what you're saying. <laughs> Making his jowl sounds. <laughs> yeah, his yeah. jowl sounds. I can imagine Whoa. him sweating up there in that art style. Yeah. Oh, that's this week's fan art challenge. Ryuichi Naruhodo. Uh is that's the Phoenix Wright's name in Japanese. That's true. Thank you. Um Just I'm kinda thinking know. kinda thinking it's uh third person uh and you're in DC and it's in three D and uh you can press triangle to steal a car. <laughs> oh, it's on the PlayStation. Yeah. Oh, right. baby. So you said it was in DC, so I thought we might have been talking Dreamcast here. Mm. So who's who's the playable characters here? We got Woodward. Yeah. We got Bernstein. Right. Okay. Uh, maybe, maybe you can play as Deep Throat on a special espionage mission. Or what? Oh yeah. Deep Throat is also from Metal Gear Solid. Right. I think just Deep so Throat should appear like Batman. You know, uh, he should just be in the shadows behind you sometimes. Right. Deep Throat, where were you? We needed your help. Sorry. Batman did exist during Watergate. So. That's true. Yeah, just put him in there. Yeah. Sure. I don't know what era he was in. He might have been kind of goofy still, but... He, uh, no, in 72, that would have been the Denny O'Neill Adams era. Right? Oh, okay. Ray Shal Ghul right. was coming no, on the scene. I got it. Yeah, I right. got it. I got it. The Watergate game is by Rocksteady. However, okay. it's about the Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Like and and, 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 and right. it's it's about how Nixon gets away with it. <laughs> it's an alternate timeline. What oh, you have think? to save Nixon. Yeah, you have to save Nixon. You have to save his name. I would like to also have another version, which is NES style, Famicom style. Um, the property got licensed off to a company in Japan that did not know what it was. So a uh, platformer with a big head. Platformer <laughs> with a big head. But oh, and then you play as Nixon in that, of course. Yeah, you play as Nixon. There's a lot of, uh, he's got to open all the gates to, to let all the water <laughs> through the hydroelectric dam. It's like, it's it's like, like it, It's where's my water for the iPhone. Mm -hmm. Pipe Dream? Have you all played Pipe Dream? Yeah, yeah. I love Pipe yeah. Dream. Yeah. Man, where's my water is so good. Did you all ever play that? No. I've never played it. I never found the water. You never found it. Never god darn found it. Did you ever did he, the the guy made a new game called Pro Gymnast. It's on Steam. Uh it's it's real good. That's all I'll nice. say. Does it have that alligator in it or not? No, no. It has really cool floppy body physics for doing uh it's it's kind of like trials meets uh quop, sorta. It's like real weird floppy body gym gymnastics. Can you play Nixon? Good. That's that's yeah, that would be real good. That's One of the good. levels is like an aqueduct. I don't know. I think Disney bought them so like you could play as Phineas and Nixon. Ferb. No, oh, they bought yeah, Where's My guys. Water. Yeah. Those guys. Disney's Nixon. Right. <laughs> Dis Nixon. So I was kind of thinking that it would be a semi-sequel to JFK Reloaded. You remember that game? Yeah. Oh my Where, god, yeah, shoot that guy. Why isn't yeah, he on the Switch yet? Yeah. <laughs> I showed that to my uncle like 10 years ago and he went wild over it because he's obsessed with the Kennedys. So it was just really bizarre. Seeing my uh, the British guy who married my dad's sister just shoot JFK over and over for a whole day. That was so fun. That's a, oh my god, he for, died! For people that don't know, that's <laughs> that's the game where you can try to recreate the various scenarios of the of yeah the Nixon shooting. Yeah, right. I, mean, I that, blew the bloke's head clean off. <laughs> right, like that. Exactly. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yes. Yeah. That, clean that off exactly the top. <laughs> Shaving a haircut, mate. Wait, okay, that's, Blimey. That's getting into the Australian style. 
shape and a haircut. I, I, well, it all blends together into the 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 pal accent. Yeah, yeah. I really want to yeah. see. I really want to see Jason Statham shoot a guy in the head in a Fast and the Furious movie, and then say shave and a haircut like that. <laughs> I really want to see. All right. that. Uh, we'll enter credit. We'll be right back after no messages. And then Dwayne The Rock Johnson makes fun of Jason Statham for being uh, for not having hair, and he goes, and he goes, look who's talking, mate, like that or something to him because they both don't have hair. Welcome back to Insert Credit. Uh, this is usually the part of the show where we open up the dirt bag for a listener question, but oh, that's yeah, not my, happening today. My term or, has stuck. I'm yeah. glad. I thought we would just not acknowledge it and stick to it, but I guess we are acknowledging it. Uh, but that's not happening today um, for reasons which will become apparent later. Uh, so ooh, here's later. a Jaffe original. What oh, are nice. the best blunt combat weapons in video games? Oh my God. God darn game. Vermintide 2. Yeah. Uh, one of my, okay. It has ascended two years ago. I called it one of the best games of 2018. That is in a year when Red Dead Redemption and God of War both came out. In 2020, I call it one of the best games of all time. Wow. Uh, it is it is a phenomenally good video game. We were just uh, yelling about Left 4 Dead 2 the other day at this very show. We don't call it a podcast, friendo. We were just talking. Um, uh, Vermintide 2, which I, I launched up on my Steam yesterday, and uh, I, I just had a hammer. It's a Warhammer game. And I, I very early in the, in, the, in the tutorial for the game, it's on Game Pass, I think. I'm not sure. I own it. You get this hammer. Uh, in the tutorial and you can use it in the regular game you can get a hammer as well and man hitting somebody with that hammer is incredibly impressive and it is incredibly tactile and beautiful extremely well animated the hammer hits the actual character model of the enemy and pops uh kind of bounces back just enough the enemy goes flying if you charge it if you hold down the attack button and let go it's just one of the most phenomenally best feeling weapons that you can ever swing in a video game. And, and it's a first person game. So is it, is, how incredible we, is that? Are we in first person or is it across all? I'm saying all across I'm, all, it doesn't have to be first yeah. person. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying it has to be first person either. No, this is what I'm saying. Was, this is was, how, Oh yeah. I was asking for the, for, from the question. I knew, I knew what you were, you were saying that, that yeah. uh, despite being first person where it is much more difficult to do that. It, they, they nailed it 8,000 million percent. Now I personally think that combat in the Elder Scrolls games is as I, to quote myself, uh, much like uh, it feels as though one is whipping a balloon animal rhinoceros to deflation with an empty garbage bag is what it feels like to swing a sword in uh, the Elder Scrolls games. Oh, Though, I feel that way about Disney's Aladdin on the Genesis. I feel like I'm just kind of whipping a towel at people while going, <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Uh, it, yeah, yeah, there's some terrible weapons in games. Uh, this Vermintide 2 has some of the best 3D uh, combat feel, period, much less uh, first person. I mean, just across all perspectives and graphical presentation styles, it has some of the best combat feel ever in a video game. And that stupid hammer feels so good. All I want is to feel like it's actually hitting the enemy. And it actually makes me feel violent when I play that game. <laughs> and if I want to just uh, shout out a similar weapon, I just love the way scepters feel in Diablo 2. Uh, the way your dude swings the scepter and it makes this little popcorn sound. Like if you're a paladin, paladins can use the uh, scepters. And you're just hitting people with the scepter. And it just, it just kind of like popcorn pops off of the enemy's head when you hit them. 
there's like this really good slick little recoil uh very beautiful animations very satisfying to repeat that action thousands and thousands of times so those are my two answers scepters and the warhammer i don't really like a lot of blunt weapons i'm realizing um because i guess because i i think because they're not done in as satisfying a manner as it feels like they should Mm -hmm. they just wind up acting like blade weapons except visually they're blunted yeah Um, yeah but i i do this this isn't a great one but i do have a fondness for the uh the pillar in undercover cops this is very specific oh yeah i know that pillar yeah in in undercover cops you can you can grab like a pillar out of the ground and you you got a grunt to pick it up and then as you knock it into enemies it it gets shorter it falls apart and stuff so it it feels like you're doing something smart weapon yeah i like that one i also want to say maybe maybe my number two over the scepter in diablo number two is the shield bash from spartan total warrior where you Mm -hmm. hold the l button the l2 to uh, hold up your shield and then you press the attack button while holding your shield and you will knock guys back with your shield uh which sounds like it's a technical move it is a technical move though it's uh so essential that it also just becomes a blunt weapon i'm actually a big fan of blunt weapons in well games. i think we're, we're missing the obvious one uh my favorite blunt weapon in video games is chronic the hedgehog yeah i love chronic the hedgehog dude he's got a real blunt weapon (laughs) he Um, rolls up into a ball and he's not he doesn't have the sharp spikes of sonic he just has the blunt ones i can tell you one that i would like to like a lot more correct which is uh uh in in rabio lepus for the pc engine oh man yeah i know rabio lepus i think it's also in arcades i forget but that's a that's a shooting game where you're flying around and but when you get close to enemies you can punch them or you just do punch them and oh yeah it could have been a lot more interesting than it was like if if punching an enemy knocked it into all the other enemies or something but it's just like a different type of shot but it happens close up um and i think you can do it to some obstacles but uh that that is a mechanic could have been extremely interesting so i like thinking about that that it cracked yeah, you you always hear these uh these particular platitudes that get tossed around when game huggers converse, uh, such as it's impossible to emulate Saturn games, or uh I can't tell the difference between 30 and 60 FPS, uh the human eye can't tell the difference between 1080p and 4K. These opinions that get tossed around, one of them is you can't do good melee combat in first person. Uh and then another one of those is you can't do good melee combat in 3D. Though can we not just remember that one of the first iconic video games that had a melee attack was was a god darn whip, right? Yeah. Castlevania. That's a weird weapon. They made a weird weapon work in a video game that has endured as iconic for every hardware generation for going on 40 years that game has endured, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, 40 years, I don't know, 30, 34 years. Okay, it's I mean, almost it's 34 there. is almost 40. Like that like that's a weird weapon to to put in your video game mm-hmm. that long ago i feel like anything can work if you have the smart enough design yeah and uh the design yeah that's and that's the straight dope i wish condemned say was better uh, condemned criminal origins yeah condemned c- criminal origins or origins are condemned to there's blood. some bluntness uh, in there yeah there's it, it's all blunt weapons but they're just they're they're fine that's not good enough anyway let's go here's our let's next go. question mm-hmm. what t-rated games are actually the most suitable for teens 
<laughs> oh man, I don't know that I know any games writing. <sighs> I don't know any teens anymore. <laughs> mm. Wait, no, uh, my neighbor has two of them. I don't know what they like. Yeah, teens are teens are tricky. Stay away from them because they are writing Python scripts <laughs> on their phones <laughs> while they're skateboarding. skateboarding. And while not listening to me when I tell them that Talkman was an important product for Sony uh, in 2006, <laughs> they're writing <laughs> Python scripts. Um, that's Great basically what they're... So, I mean, did I ever tell you my story about when we were when we was doing Shadows of the Darned and uh, and EA asked what ESRB rating we were shooting for? And I said M. And then Goichi Suda is like, uh, he's like, how can you say M? How do you know? And I was like talking like you're talking about like some of the stuff i can't even i won't disclose what the script was for this game like like i i had read his whole script for it the the actual finished game was completely different i'm like there's no way this is not going to be a rated m game there's just no way there's decapitation there's nude women there's just all sorts of stuff he was calling for in here a woman with a pig's head who gets her head cut off or whatever it's like uh, it's like i don't know man there's some weird stuff in there well is that cartoon like, violence if it's a pig head oh <laughs> big head changes everything <laughs> the pig head changes everything uh, the hideous <laughs> violence is okay that ain't a lady that's, <laughs> a, that that's a, a that's a pig cartoon that's it's a pig guitar <laughs> that's a pig cartoon with realistic nipples <laughs> oh, pregnant pig cartoon with realistic nipples dies at dentist decapitated <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the dirtbag hour. Um, <laughs> I'll never escape. I thought of one. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, maybe let's maybe go. Chrono Cross. Mm, um, oh, it's got some teens in it. It's teen T for teen. It's it's a, a little coming of ages, but not in a way that's so stupid. And uh, it's got that it's got nice music. Teens like yeah. that. Teens like music. Uh teens would call uh the another world uh washed up on the dream shore of another planet time or whatever that song is called. They would call that a vibe, I believe. Yeah. Mm, they would do yeah. it. A banger, perhaps. <laughs> um I looked it up. So oh, my lungs. The ultimate oh. teen game Fortnite is rated T for teens. So all is right in the world. Okay, yeah. hey ESRB, if you're listening, check this out. Everybody everybody be quiet for a second. Rated T for teen. There you go. You can use that, guys. Oh, that's pretty good. Don't give yeah, that, that away for free. That's a new voice. No, no, I'll give that one away for free. They want the rated M for mature, rated E for everyone. That's where they pony it up. Yeah. Get on the cash, saddle up the cash pony and ride on over to New York, Manhattan from where whatever dungeon basement trash heap sewer it is in which your offices reside, you scumbags. You know, the game 13 is rated M. Halo is T for teen, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't think it was. I don't think it is. Is it? Uh, Halo Halo is uh has historically been for teens. Yeah, it's they they issue profanity. However, I believe that Halo 5 Guardians might have been rated M. The fun thing is, did you know this the ESRB rating is just not on the Wikipedia page for most games cuz that's how that's how stupid the ESRB is. It's just not on there. It's not on there. Yeah, it would be like if 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 comic book wiki pages let oh, wait. you know whether the Comics Code Authority had approved of this issue. You know, wait, hold on, hold on. I had it. I had it reverse. Yeah, I'm seeing that Halo One, Two, and Three are M. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah, rated oops. M. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. my mistake. Halo, Halos One, uh, Two, Three, and Four were rated M. Uh, Halo Five was rated T for Teen. The weird thing is, Halo never had no red blood. Halo yeah. never had a... They just changed how that stuff worked. There, there was a... 
a video from this uh, that Traveler's Tales guy where he was talking about this Bionicle game they were making. Yeah. And some of the things, and it, it was that era. And some of the things they had, just like having a gun at all meant that it was a like a teen rating. And being a first-person shooter started you uh, at teen or mature or something like that. And so yeah, that, Am I just... the only one who thinks of Master Chief as a Bionicle? <laughs> he's basically a Bionicle. I, I don't yeah, know he's... what a Bionicle is, if I'm honest with you. I thought, I thought Master Chief was that guy from Toonami. <laughs> That's Isn't right. he just the Toonami guy? <laughs> yeah, he's so pretty so... much the Toonami guy. So Destiny is also teen. I think Destiny is a good game for teens because uh, teen. it, teach, it teaches the value of teamwork, teamwork, yeah, and it also teen has the word more. teen in the title, and it's rated T for teen. And it, I mean, you know what? Destiny is a remarkable thing. That has a good blunt weapon, the 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 punch of the Titan in Destiny One. Very good blunt weapon. That's a punch, though. Um, you know, we were also just talking about Riddick during the break. The the Riddick movies, Chronicles of Riddick, Escape from Butcher Bay, good first person combat. Uh, I believe that's universally agreed. Breakdown <laughs> for Xbox, which Brandon you'll be able to pay nine dollars for if you want to play it on your Xbox yeah. Series X, or you can just put the disc in. Yeah. Did you know? Imagine that you can just play it. Did you ever play Namco's Breakdown? Game's incredible. Uh, anyway, what was I saying? Rated T for Teen. I think Destiny. Destiny's a beautiful thing. There's uh, if you're if you party up with some buddies in Destiny and you just you go out and you solve some problems. You go out and it's uh, there's there's situations to work your way through. It it feels good to work as a team. All in right, game. now Tim, can you give us a Peggy twelve? Uh, Peggy twelve. There you go for our international yeah. listeners. I, I was yeah. gonna say thirteen Sentinels. It's got uh thirteen. It's it's, oh, it's, it's the thirteen name. teens. Mm. They are actually teens, and uh, that's uh, that's a pretty good one too. So let's strike strike the Fortnite and say yeah. Destiny mm-hmm. two. Uh, and uh. 13 sentinels man i gotta get that 13 sentinels don't i I got it so i gotta gotta play that real bad is a game that got popular years after its initial release wait what's among us that's the dream (laughs) (laughs) good one i almost had a aneurysm there very good one anyway all you need to know is that it's a game that got popular years after its initial release when has this happened before Yeah, I mean, I think it's happened with things like remasters and whatever, or when something gets a fan translation and it's and finally, but that not at this scale, certainly. I yeah, think at this yeah. scale it's is this like a unique a, phenomenon? Well, it nothing, might, nothing goes to this scale practically. Yeah, scale wise, um, it's unprecedented, I would say. But uh, let, let's keep it to the commercial realm. I think like something right. that actually sells. Um, mm-hmm. What about FNAF? Did FNAF uh, was that popular right away, or did that take like a year? Five Nights at Freddy's for those who don't have an eight-year-old mm-hmm. nephew. I think it took a little while, but not that long of a while. Mm. It, in in movies, we were we were talking about the Riddick series. Yeah. Apparently, the reason that they kept making those is because they would come out and fail at the box office, and then sell like gangbusters on the DVD or Blu-ray. Did you know that uh, Vin Diesel only came back to the Fast and Furious series uh, if Universal agreed to bankroll a third Riddick movie? Oh, nice! nice. Wow, yeah. isn't that cool? Because he just loves Riddick so much. Well, also, it's the only thing where it's like about him, too. So that's probably that. Yeah, that is true. I'm guessing if you look throughout history, there's at least a couple games that went from one country to another like a year or two later and finally caught on there. Yeah, well, Guy actually is is an example. Um, The the that game company game that came out here first. And um, 
I mean, I haven't heard, uh, I'm, I'm sorry to the people that worked on it, but I haven't heard a single person talk about that game in English that did not work on that game since it came out. Like, uh, it is not. Wait, is, is it literally just called Sky? It's, it's called Sky. Yeah, it's, it's, a, <laughs> it, it's the newest that game company game and oh, it is man. out. And uh, I mean, it has you know, been out for like I didn't two years. know that. Oh my god! Wow. I saw it. I saw. A I've played all of their games. I have I, played every game they've ever made, and I didn't know that one. this existed. I saw. Wow. Do you want to know what's great? Is I saw a trailer for a game, and I was like, "Look at this! It looks like somebody's trying to make a that game company game." And then it turns out it was a that game company game. <laughs> yeah, nice. I don't want to make fun of that game uh, company. Yeah, I'm not making fun of them. I just so, I mean am they're kind of making fun of the kind of making fun of themselves. By yeah, making... with that name. I looked into the FNAF <laughs> history a little bit, and it was yeah, one FNAF. of those games that came up through Steam's green light system, so it was Ooh. already big when it was okay. released. Ah, crikey. So with Sky, um, as we have established, many yeah. of us did not know that it existed, um, and it came out in the US first, and then it came out in China, and it did okay, and then it came out in Japan, and that's the entire market now. Like, it's it's popular in Japan and that is all that they need to care about because it is it's I think it came out almost a year was it a year late I don't know it was several months later and so Japan is the region where it's popular and and people are buying stuff and the game is profitable and it's moving forward and everything but um yeah people over here don't even know that it's really out what about uh what about Undertale that came out in America and it sold millions yeah. right uh, and then couple years later it came out in japan an official japanese localization sold a couple hundred thousand and then a million and then people in japan like it so if it makes it big in japan that's uh that's better than being big in america in my opinion that's right <laughs> sell a million in japan that's better than selling 50 million in america period so maybe i will that's uh that's <laughs> that's how undertale works maybe i will uh, undertale so for what a... it's worth sky looks like it's only on ios devices which would be why i had no idea is it uh, okay. iOS or EOS? I think it's EOS. iOS. Um, yeah, it's 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 iOS only. They're gonna put it on other platforms eventually. Yeah, yeah, I believe. Yeah. Was Minecraft a slow burn, or was mm. it? Uh, no, it was it already was. big in beta. Was it? Uh, okay, it was in beta forever. That was one of those games that was in. Yeah, yeah, that was a the a whole community that took a village to raise its child and such. I mean, yeah. it would have to be something that is available digitally that just suddenly got popular and people went back and bought it i just can't think of what that would be yeah, like I mean, something like tied into a big movie or something there are plenty of things that did that back when youtubers were like a big deal um like your game would come out and it would do nothing and you'd be like oh this sucks but then some youtuber would play it and then it would get popular oh yeah I remember when we thought that's how you sell games i, yeah, I do remember that, that time yeah. that was yeah. a fun time but but then in, in those big. cases it's, it's like first of all a fluke and second of all it, they're they're like brief spikes and they happen maybe a couple months after i got a nothing spike from pewdiepie once so that was interesting oh uh, yeah right oh yeah well those people don't sell them the uh, games they sell themselves right yeah, that's that's correct. the whole the whole thing uh yeah i, I mean, know uh there were dudes out there who thought that was a, the way to sell games i i met a couple of them <laughs> uh though yeah it's not quite it uh, i what about just kind of video games in general jaffe I remember when liking a video game meant you were a freak. Oh, Dude, yeah. Uh, I when I was that. a kid. And it's uh, so I, funny when people still think that right yeah. now. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. Uh, it's like yeah. my brother's, my brother's wife. Uh, I, I don't want to make fun of my brother's wife. Nah, she sucks. She's not listening to this. She <laughs> votes, she, she votes Republican. So we can make fun of her. Um, uh, just not a good person. I'm sorry. I don't want to like dog on her too much. She's just really phony. Um, 
Although I mentioned something about video games, and then she was like, oh, I don't know anything about video games. She just volunteers that information. Yeah, like who cares? Oh, that's like, any, like oh, okay. any video producer I've ever worked with is doing like a documentary. It's like oh, right. the first thing they say is like, no, I don't play games. Like they're proud of it. My, my, <laughs> my brother like mentioned that he was taking his son to go see the new Star Wars movie. And she's like, he's like, maybe we'll invite your mom. And then she goes, nope, I am not going to sit through a Star Wars movie. And it's like, wow. oh, man, you're a what? what year was your bible published you know <laughs> i mean no no offense uh, right. I, I don't want to i don't want to hear you here's a question that i've been wanting to ask for so long that i probably have asked it before and just forgot about it excellent yeah. all right but uh, if you lined up every video game that's ever been made from best to worst which one's the which, tallest oh no worst. which one would be exactly in the middle oh <laughs> Uh, that was my reacting to the question of being good. That was I, I mean, the not fun answer is it's just going to be some generic uh, mobile phone game. What's the best Mega Man? Because game? it's <laughs> because well, I mean, <laughs> it's Mega Man Eight. <laughs> but, I mean, Dr. if we're talking Wally. about literally every game, it's like okay, so it's all eighty-seven versions of Flappy Bird that came out last week. Wait, so you're saying yeah. you're saying it's pregnant Elsa dies at dentist? That's what pregnant Elsa it is dies probably at preg- dentist. But if well, we, we, I think well, we should reduce phys- scope. We <laughs> are physically, we're physically lining up every game from best to worst. So any game that was only released digitally isn't there. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. physically, okay, 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 physically released and exclude, uh, exclude like big lots games like shareware uh, that was okay. at big lots. Yeah, like so let's, no, let's no math blaster yeah. knockoffs. No, no Jeep thrills. Where does Jeep <laughs> right. thrills count? Got Jeep thrills rules. Yeah. Okay, um, but like just PC, CD-ROM. Well, no, that's that's big lot stuff. Okay. If we yeah. were doing digital only, digital? No, we're doing physical. No, only. I said if we were doing digital ah. only, you'd you'd have like ski free near the yeah. top. Yeah. Right. Scorched Earth. Wait, Scorched <laughs> Earth was public. No, can, let's not get into that. Yeah, ski free thinking, would be one of the best games of all time. Ski free. Uh, so okay, slalom so by rare so for the, the NES. That'd be somewhere near the middle. That's near the middle. That's a good middle. I was gonna say upper, it's upper probably middle, it's probably a racing game, and I consider slalom a racing game. Yes. Why do you think it's racing? Because it, there's so many of them, and so many of them are nothing. Because it's middle of the road. They're just inoffensive. Oh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you know make me answer that. Make me actually answer that when you're just setting yourself up for a punchline. The best Mega Man game is in the is in the very middle. That is honestly that's like Mega Man Eight. I feel like I'm on to something with that. I don't hate Mega Man, right? But if we assume that half of video games are bad in an increasing degree, and then half of them are good, which is how we're doing this, I I just think that Mega Man is the most the most generic video gamey video game, the most archetypal video game possible. And I think that the bad Mega Man games go below the good one. I feel like there's more bad. Or maybe maybe it's the the, me, the yeah. Medium I, I Mega agree Man with game. Brandon. I think there's a lot more bad than good, and I and I think that Mega Man's probably probably yeah, in like the 66th percentile would be the best Mega yeah, Man game. Yeah, yeah, 66th. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's a little maybe that's a little too high. Then I mean, like, is 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 Bubsy? Is that in the middle? I think Bubsy's that, middle. Like, yeah, like it's 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 uh it's ouch. bad. Ooh. but it's there Ooh. there's a whole bubsy. lot more that's offensive i feel yeah no i think yeah. i think bubsy's like I, 40 i think bubsy's like 40 percent yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's probably you know, slightly on the yeah. lower end you know there's a lot of bad mascot platformers from the uh, there's not okay first of all there's not as many mascot platformers period as, as we remember you know, one's yeah. childhood memories would yeah. lead yeah. one to believe 
though it just kind of felt like you know punky skunk yeah. uh rocky rodent tie the tasmanian tiger Zero awesome possum awesome yeah. possum uh crash bandicoot socket i like socket yeah socket the the hedge dog is Zool in the Zool count? I don't know. Yeah, Zool counts. Right. Zool, yeah, Zool. Give me that Zool. Zool and his chupa chups. Uh, Dizzy. Uh, Dizzy's a good middle one. Oh, yeah. it made me name Miss Dizzy. Oh, were there physical Dizzy releases? I guess there were oh, yeah. on um, PC. Tons of them. And uh, NES, uh, oh, Genesis. Right, right. right. Um, There's a Genesis Amstrad, ZX Spectrum, Commodore Amiga, Commodore 64. Yes, all of them are physical. Look, I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now, and there were... Uh, 762 physical releases of Dizzy games. <laughs> That's my joke. Uh, once per episode, I pretend uh, to be looking at Wikipedia and you just got punked uh, with this week's uh, installment. You know so. what's, what's, what's somewhere between Bubsy and the best Mega Man would be James Pond 2 Robocod. That's a decent hmm. game. That's a decent yeah, game. Exactly. It's a decent yeah. game. Yeah, it's decent. Yeah, and the graphics are just bad enough, I think. Um, and it's like just British enough that I don't like it. Yeah, I'm kind of comfortable with that being the middle. Yeah, me too. So there's the the iconic line of of Robocod is he says, blimey, I'm about to be sushi. And the iconic line (laughs) of Dizzy is, blimey, I'm about to be breakfast. (laughs) So it's going to scramble me. Yeah, (laughs) blimey, I was almost breakfast and blimey, I was almost sushi are also lines from those games. The fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, and everyone's a governor. <laughs> right. How, how so are, are, we, are we conceding on James Pond 2? I think that's Robocod? our consensus. Our consensus yeah, there, is James but... Pond 2 Robocod. I, I just, you know, I keep coming back to how do they, how does politics work in the UK when everyone's a governor? Like, how do uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's all about. Do they all, they all get a vote? So, right. Yeah. Uh, no, no. It's true democracy. Not everyone is captain because that, that, that name has fallen out of favor. Uh, oh, right. captain. That's uh that's a little more little more Eliza Doolittle. Yeah, it's pretty much just Captain Crunch at this point. Captain Crunch. Did they used to say "Oi, first mate" before mate? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. First mate. Yeah. Can I? I think this is a good question to put on the uh, the Rolodex for the revisitation episode. Yeah, this is a really good. Yeah, one. Need, I like. We this. need a greatest hits episode where we revisit question. <laughs> we might do yeah. that. I think that'd be fun. I want to revisit that one again. Here's one that may not make that list. Excellent. What is the Pee Wee's Big Adventure of video games? No, Pee Wee's Big Adventure of the video game by Ocean. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now. So you know you know, I'm looking at it for real because I said I only pretend. You already did the one. Yeah, I already did the one where I'm pretending. I'm looking at the Wikipedia. came out in 1993, yeah. which was like kind of a weird time. Wait, are you serious? There was a Pee Wee's Big Adventure Ocean game? Nope! Oh. <laughs> Punk again! Oh! <laughs> Okay, but to answer the question, right, uh, let's think about this, because it is that is the first appearance of Pee-wee, right? It launched yeah. the Pee-wee franchise. Well, actually, the first appearance of Pee-wee was like some dating game show, uh, but this was like the big debut of Pee-wee. Okay, so it is something that that, that existed, uh, and I then it, it came the out with a big splash. It. it didn't? No, it did not, no. Right. Uh, so, the, yeah, the TV show... You know, oddly, was like taking that character and making a kids show, even mm-hmm. though it wasn't really a kids movie. Right. There's our factors, right? It's it's a it's a character that sort of existed, had one big thing that led to it mm-hmm. sort of becoming something else, right? So, right. Um, is there a game that like became a more popular cartoon, oh, for Cut example? Five Nights Ooh. at Freddy's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm thinking that too. It's got a theme park and 
Freaking I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, approaching Angry this birds. from a from a sentimental angle. The film uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure made me feel really weird uh, with a particular sensation that I just felt strange watching. I'd it. I prefer I don't know to it, go that direction. Actually, it's yeah. more fun. And uh, at a similar period in time, a similar uh, a video game made me feel similarly weird uh, in a very similar way. There's this particular childhood weird feel that I got out of Pee-wee that I also got exactly out of the game monster party for the nes the hmm. exact same brain space sensation yeah because i mean there. that 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 dialogue in that game just makes no actual sense to a the child. whole i'm sorry i'm dead from the yeah. giant spider boss yeah, yeah 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 like that sort of uh playful spirit uh another game i played at around that time which my mom rented from hop and go video in wichita kansas near the near the boeing plant uh was dragon power which was the english localization of the the dragon ball action rpg game by bandai for the famicom did any of you ever play this i have and and wasn't it trying to do the sort of dragon ball humor without you knowing what dragon ball is yeah yeah and then also changing some stuff censoring like some of the nudity there's a scene where the girl who you're traveling with uh, we will will not name her her japanese anime name because She's so defamiliarized and obfuscated. She just starts shooting you with a machine gun in a cutscene. And it's first of all, we didn't. Re- I didn't know what a cutscene was. I hadn't played Ninja Gaiden at that point. Uh, and it's just like there's just a scene where I went into a hole in the ground and I'm getting shot with a machine gun by this girl in different graphics. And it just felt very strange and scary. And it had this nightmarish quality. Clash at Demon Head was another mm. one that that got me a little bit of a similar way. And those are all things I encountered at around about the same time. Forgive my general ignorance of this, but wouldn't wouldn't Earthbound be something like that? Because it's it's you know it looks like it's for kids, but it's not really totally for kids. And it's I the, can see that the first in the series, and it. Yeah, I think that's one of those things where we think kids are stupider than they are. I think that game is for kids. Yeah, I okay. think uh, I think kids would get a big, but I mean, big not lot just out of that kids. game. Yeah, no, it's yeah. not just for kids, but I, I think that kids appreciate it on a on a on the same level we do. I feel like they appreciate. Um, well, okay, I don't know. Maybe maybe they don't appreciate Pee Wee Herman like the first one of those the movie. Not yeah, today's kids, anyway. They don't know Pee Wee. So I when when <laughs> too I went busy to see, writing scripts on their skateboards. I went to see Pee Wee Herman, uh, uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, because like my my parents took us to go see it because we they figured this is the kind of movie the kids would like. And I just it it actually had like the texture of like a psychedelic horror movie. Have we all we've all seen the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. It actually yes. it yeah. has this uh, this horror esque texture to it. It's Tim Burton. Uh, it's a pre Beetlejuice Tim Burton, right? Am I right? Yeah, uh, it's his first theatrical movie. Yeah, it's yeah. post Frankenweenie, pre Beetlejuice. Yeah, and then Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Uh, was another film that my parents took us to see, and it Your parents just were secretly uh, goths. And it was just uh, Beetlejuice is just weird. Yeah, that was not that was that not rules. a good movie to take kids to. Advertised during all the cartoons, as was RoboCop, which we RoboCop was advertised during cartoons. I bring this up in my Doom review, and I got like a bunch of people asking me if that was true or not. Why would I make that up? Yes, it was. There were commercials for RoboCop during my god darn Looney Tunes. You know, in otherwise, who would James Pond to RoboCop even before? Yeah, That's Lord, right. Lord, they just mash them all together. So another game that also gave me a similar feeling of, oh, it looks like it's for kids, and then, lol, it's not. 
Is anybody did you all ever play Gold Go Thirteen Top Secret episode? Yeah, I was that I agree. I was thinking about that one when you were talking about the other NES games and NES uh, games that have this weirdly mature veneer of horror esque, yeah, uh, the sentimental brain space and like adults talking to each other in adult ways. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a sex scene in yeah. Gold Go Thirteen. There Top sure Secret. is. Wow. Gross. Yeah. Yeah, like in a video game that I played as a kid that my mom rented for us because it's like, oh, here you go, here's a game. Like that was weird. There's no regulation at that point. So anyway, I like yeah, the you see a little more. Answer. You see a little more on the Famicom if you didn't know. Oh, yeah, oh, I actually uh, was just looking into that this week. That's yep. why maybe all these games are so fresh in my mind. So hmm. try to guess what my next video is from these clues. You can't. Well. So. In lieu of our regular Patreon question, this week's lightning round comes from one of our Patreon subscribers. Uh, who, a Patreon lightning round. Yeah. Uh, if you want to submit a lightning round to the show, all you got to do is go to patreon.com slash insert credit, subscribe at any level, and you can submit your own questions that may get on the show. You can also Kill get me, episodes bro. one day early. And one day get, early. Yeah. And uh, periodical uh, access to exclusive bonus episodes. That's cool, this too. Does periodical access mean you get a magazine? Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh. A magazine in audio form. That's what this cool. is. Every six-minute segment is an article. And now we're in the comics in the back. In lieu of our regular Patreon question, this week's lightning round comes from Shun, one of our subscribers at patreon.com slash insert credit. Shun's suggestion is, in an alternate universe where video games were never invented, what would the following video games industry figures be doing for work? Oh, excellent work. Oh, nice. We'll start excellent. with Hideki Kamiya. Oh, Hideki Kamiya would be... I feel like he'd be pulling noodles. Like, uh, you know those those noodles that you have to stretch like yeah. Yeah. times in order to get them Hand-pulled uh, noodles? I feel oh, like next he'd... time you're in New York, come on down to Tasty Hand-Pulled Chinatown. Yeah, maybe uh, Kamiya will be working there. I think he'd be like a Japanese wrestling promoter. I think he'd run a successful jeans shop in Amiya Yokocho. Speaking of jeans, uh, next is Goichi Suda. I go sued. Oh, well, wasn't he an Undertaker before he was a game developer? Wait, no, sorry, that's not true. That's just something like a Brazilian magazine said once, and then everybody repeated. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we got asked that question all the time, and we had to, had to like, massage the answer. Well, I'm on Wikipedia right now. He'd be, he'd be a middle manager at some random company, um, but he'd be listening to the Smith. Okay. Yeah. I feel like he might also be working at, uh, he'd be working at Kamiya's Jeans Shop. Yeah. <laughs> nice. David no. Cage. Oh, my God. David Cage, David Cage would, would be, be a he would film be in jail. critic. Oh, he yeah. Be, all right. He, yeah. he would be, <laughs> be in jail. Yeah. He would be, be a, an a film critic who's in jail. <laughs> in jail for bad opinions. And then he would die there. <laughs> see, see, I thought he'd be a, the kind of, he'd, he'd be the film critic that wants Jesus. to make films, but they don't let him. Yeah. Right. Wait, no, okay. Yeah. In, in, all, in all seriousness, I know what David Cage would be. Yeah. He would be the skeleton underneath a ragged cot in a jail cell <laughs> in an abandoned prison. <laughs> okay. Yeah! <laughs> nice. You know Next why thing. he would be in jail? Why? I hate to say this. You really don't. Just really bad. He, he would like, <laughs> like really bad stuff. That's all I'll say. That's, I mean, like, it's just use your imagination. Okay. Put your thinking, put your thinking cap on, friendo. Yeah, you know there's a lightning round. From. Next is Jason Schreier. Jason Schreier, would, uh, he'd just be a reporter. Yeah, he'd be good at it. I wonder. I wonder what came first. 
He'd be an investigative journalist. I think he's just got it. I don't think he had it until he did it for a long time. Personally. That's kind of what I'm. Uh, I'm well. Well, I mean, I mean he would. He probably. I think, I think the video game part came Gene first. Shot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. He would have been interested in something else. You know, right. there's uh, not a lot of people doing exactly the kind of writing he does in. Uh, I don't know movie criticism. Indeed. Sure. So I mean, I don't know. He would have. He would have had another hobby. Cliff Lord, Blazinski. I would, I would have had another hobby too. I think he would. He would uh, be. Um, funding and promoting Broadway musicals. Cliff well, yeah, I yeah, think he loves them. He loves. I think, them. I think one only acquires the the, uh, the 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 means to do so by having like a Lamborghini. Yeah, you know. And so then he's I already think, got his Lamborghini. But I, no, I mean, if I he think was he born could, Lambo style, then sure. I think he could work his way up to doing that stuff. I, I think because he cares about it and he has a got a solid brain going on i think he'd he'd be able to do it plus he can schmooze which is what you need mm-hmm. to get more money so, yeah, yeah schmoozing is gross cliffy b if you're listening i want to get me some tickets to see hades town we live on broadway we don't live on broadway i'm lying though we live close to, <laughs> uh we could be there we could we could take Beefy a taxi i want to see hades town when, when it opens back up come on next is ninja ninja yes <laughs> popular streamer ninja well, Okay, oh, he'd so, be working at like he would be working at the last hot topic. I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, after watching uh, enough of that guy's stream just to get to know him, and I'm sure we'll never book him on the show. Uh, he would have been fired several times from, from the last from, hot topic from, from, from like from like burger flipping jobs. <laughs> like he has he has nothing in his head. Like no offense to him, I have never perceived a more insidiously vapid individual than that guy. You, we've all seen the video of him slicing the bread yes, to make a sandwich. Yes, I was about to bring this up, yes. That's yeah. not even as bad as just, like, listening to this guy try to sound, like, personable and related and relatable. He, he gets an agent, goes to Mixer, tries to get on the masked singer. Guy's an idiot. Yeah, just, I, you're I a, You're a gamer. To... Stay on the game channel. I don't want to disparage people that have to work at fast food restaurants. Uh, yeah, well, he would have been fired from it. Is what but I'm he saying. would have been fired from. It. Yeah, yeah. Just, just to make it clear, we, we're, we're not. Uh, oh yeah, not at all. No, flipping burgers is god darn high stress. Yeah, it's god darn high stress. He so would have he, got... he wouldn't have been able to handle that. He he might might have been fetching balls at the golf course. Yeah, and also he, getting kicked in the nuts. And also, there's this island in the South Pacific that yeah. uh, that has been abandoned, and there's a prison. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so you're saying he could be uh, hunted for sport by um, by a big game hunter who's 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 decided yeah. that that man is the most dangerous prey, but they would catch him in about five seconds. I'm Shigeru Miyamoto. He'd be near the entrance. Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto. Uh, there's a man could have been anything. Probably just be doing whatever he wants. Yeah. To quote the film, The Departed. Um, I've never you met. Have directed The Departed. Uh, the, to quote the. Departed. What a line from The Departed. He would have directed The Departed. Yeah, he would have starred in Jack Nicholson's role. Um, uh, there's a line in The Departed where he says, uh, uh, where uh, Jack Nicholson says of Leonardo DiCaprio's father, "There's a man could have been anything." And then uh, Leonardo DiCaprio says, "You saying he was nothing like that?" Yeah. And saying, "I'm saying he worked at the airport." Is the next line. Very good dialogue in that film. In case you haven't seen it, it's not the best film. Wonderful dialogue. You'll watch it. You'll be upper class by about Tuesday. That's a line from the movie as well. Um, uh, uh, I think. I think. Uh, yeah, Shigeru Miyamoto. There's. A, there's a guy could have been anything. He could have. He, he, yeah. I think he would have been good at what anything he did in the world. Okay. I mean, I've never met him. That's what I've been able to palpate from stories I've heard about him and games of his that I played. Frank Cifaldi. 
Oh, mm-hmm. no. A oh of vanity. Uh, I, I grew up with no ambition and then stumbled into this, so I have no idea. Frank would be fighting zombies in a shopping mall in Colorado. <laughs> photojournalist. Yeah, photojournalist. He would have covered wars before. Kind of covered wars, fighting zombies. I'm not zombies. even kidding. That guy does look like Frank. He looks like uh, circa 2008 Frank. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Tim Rogers. Me? Yeah. I would have been an investment banker. I mean, uh, no, I would have been a lawyer. Sorry. Lawyer is, lawyer is probably where it was going for me. Before for video lawyer. games, you think? Because I, I, I think that you would still be in entertainment in some way. I, I did a little pre-law, and I was thinking about law school. Uh, you could have might have like, been a translator also. It wouldn't have been fun for you, but it might have been something you did. A translator of, a, of Russian literature, probably, something yeah. like that. You would I have think, been in the CIA, and we never would have seen you again. Actually, I think one of those that... I think you could have been a grad student and then a uh, like an adjunct professor, and I think you could have gone through the the academia. Route you know what I can well. say? I probably still would have gone to Japan. Uh, yeah, I, I liked that music so much. And lastly, Brandon Sheffield. Oh, uh, Brandon Sheffield. That's me. That's me. Uh, well, there's this, film. There's this yeah. island in the South Pacific. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been managing that prison. Brandon Brandon would be a film producer who's constantly trying to pitch his movie to people where he's like, it's like there's an island where rich people go and they find yeah. a poor person to hunt them for sport and without realizing that the movie had been made a million times. Or no, he knows it. Oh, I would have just It's just a, and he's like, it would it would be like the perfect version of that movie. Uh, it it's oh, like, I turned into he's Jack like, Nicholson. He's like, <laughs> you're pitching it to Jack Nicholson. He'd be like, it'd be the perfect version of the most dangerous game. The best, uh, the best take on it ever, because there's this twist and this twist, and then nobody would want it. Have you all seen the movie No Escape? I've no. seen No Escape. So No Escape is, it's, it has one astounding feature to it. It's an okay movie, but it's the only movie I've ever seen that has not a single woman in it. There's not one anywhere. Oh yeah. Okay. It's just, and it's really noticeable. Wait, which No Escape are we talking about? I'm talking about the the one where they're on a prison island and um, there's oh, no okay. Escape. I've seen, okay, I've seen two films called No Escape. Oh. There's another one starring Owen Wilson and Pierce Brosnan. Oh, that's uh, different. That has several women in it. You should watch that if you want to see. You want to talk about structurally weird films. This one is from uh, 1994. And, okay, yeah, um, I know that one. My brother was big on that and one. And it's, what is it, Ray Liotta? Yeah, Ray Liotta yeah. Is, is the main dude, and, and they actually made a Genesis game of it that is wait, terrible. Wait, how does he Yoda? Hello. Wait, do we, do we choose what Alex Jaffe does now? Uh, no, I'm not on the list, because I'm not in video games. I do something else. Yeah, Alex All Jaffe right. would be at DC Comics. You're the host of the Insert Credit Podcast. Yeah, yeah right. but that's a video that, game. Yeah, I'm rolling in Lamborghinis. Jaffe, Jaffe is waiting for a particular threshold to be crossed before he can consider this a profession. Right. I've been there before, Alex Jaffe. That's why I declared that for you. No, uh, yeah, I, you get it. I was waiting for that myself, and I actually don't feel as though I ever crossed that threshold as a until uh, uh, I started my Patreon. Right. Day two of the Patreon. I'm like, I guess, I guess I'm a professional person who makes videos about video games. Yeah, well... Maybe that'll happen for me, but yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, do you have any plugs or recommendations for your own things or other things you enjoy? The Ray Liotta film, No Escape. <laughs> the weird movie. I have a couple of recommendations. One of them is to play the game Desolate Roads, which just came out, which I helped with. I did some uh, 
what I do. I did some text uh, readjustments, and then I did a lot of um, maybe you should put this over here and maybe you should put that over there kind of um, armchair game design bothering for that game. So it's a, it's like a 45-minute horror vignette thing that you can you can play on your PC. It's on Steam. Check it out. It's made by that Gabor Dandar guy who's he's got accents all over the vowels of that and um probably heck of ruining, a name yeah ruining his his name because there's a lot I love of names that that i i that when i encounter them i then a minute later end up with like a really nice clean computer monitor that's my yeah. obscure joke about about uh diacritical marks yeah. i love reading nice. wikipedia pages about sweden because my computer monitor becomes so clean by the end that's my stand-up <laughs> that's part of my my tight five excellent very tight <laughs> uh frank you got anything uh no nothing this week all right well i got a couple recommendations here in the hopper uh i would like to recommend that our listeners go over to itunes or stitcher or any platform where they can write rate and review podcasts and leave a nice one for us a really good way to increase the visibility of the show or to tell your friends about it when the subject comes up for whatever reason patreon.com slash insert credit where you can subscribe at any level submit your own questions get episodes one day early and even One day early. exclusive access to a growing repository of bonus content. You can Ooh. discuss these episodes at forums.insertcredit.com, where there's some good discussion going on right now. Uh, you could follow us on Twitter. The show is at Insert Credit. I'm at Alex Jaffe. Frank is uh-huh. at Frank Zafaldi. Mm-hmm. Tim is at 108. Uh-huh. Brandon is at Necrosofty. The show's right. editor is Esper Quinn, with music by Kurt Feldman. Once more, I'm Alex Jaffe. I'm Frank Zafaldi. I'm Tim Rogers. I'm Brandon Sheffield. And I'm specifically going to say, because this is the way it is phrased in the video games I am taking it from, your game has now been saved. want to say i don't actually recommend the film no escape starring ray liotta no. uh, anyone encountering that at the end that's not it's it's cool my my big brother watched that movie like 600 times for some reason